Hello and welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon. Please check the link tree in the description and see all of our beautiful, lovely, salacious links to listen to more. Thank you. Hello everybody and welcome back to today's episode of Smosh Gaming. I'm Ian from Smosh. I'm Anthony, I'm Anthony from Smosh. Oh, there's two Anthonys oh, now. What the, what, which one do I shoot? <laughs> which one do I shoot? I don't know. I'm innocent. Tell me, tell me only something only the real Anthony would know. I have curly hair. Oh my god, that's true. <laughs> uh, what about the what about you, other other Anthony Padilla? I know what the plot of the next food battle is going to be. <gasps> and then I sh- and then I shoot Bertram. Damn. Six times in the chest. And then I reload. And then I shoot three more times. And I'm still alive. Yeah, because you're a skinwalker. Skin <laughs> yes. Actually, yes. Okay, fellas, what are we doing? Uh, we're doing... It's... um Book, book club. club? Yeah, Sergio's on a book club for the first time ever. Woo! Yes, hello. Our special it's guest. First time we've ever had a guest on the book club, right? Yes. We're going to ignore the fact that we're all hosts of the same podcast. No, this is just the yeah, well, book, the book club club's podcast. our thing. So yes. it counts. Yeah, like for book club. on your little sub-series. Yeah, yes. if, you, uh, if you listen to last month's book club, you may be thinking to yourself, didn't you say that we were doing the first Wheel of Time? <laughs> and the answer to that question is yes, we did say that. <laughs> But we're also but terrible. But life got in the way. Yes. So I'm about a third of the way done with it. And Kai has not even started it. No, I started. Mistaken. Oh, you I did? Started. Okay. okay. Yep. I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. Yeah, stop being a hater. I started so when what? my power was out. So what we've decided, because we're good boys and girls. Boys, just boys. I don't know why I said girls. I didn't even cross my mind. Since we're good boys. Uh, we decided that since we need more time, we're going to surprise you with two book club episodes oh. this month. Make up for it. With special guests. With Both with special guests. And then we're going to do the Wheel of Time next month with another special guest as oh. long as they finish the book in time. And also, I don't know if Sergio is joining. I don't, I don't remember if you were going to or not. But you have the op- You have the option. Like, Feel like I said, I will not be joining for the real time, but I will be joining you for the other one that we're doing. Okay, we're doing another one. The 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 comic. I don't. I don't oh, know if you no, guys. That's mentioned the, oh it yeah, that, that's. Can next we announce week. it? Yeah, we're doing Watchmen next week. Yeah, with two guests. Sergio and another person who, if you listen to this podcast, you know who it is, but we're not going to say it so we can pretend like it's a surprise. Yes. <laughs> Even though, like, you guys know who it is. It's the only fucking person who comes on our podcast regularly. Someday, I would like to do a book club with, like, somebody famous. Well, maybe not, like, famous. Like, you More know. famous. Out of our group. I guess Sean would be famous. So we could do one with Yeah, Sean. Sean is more famous. But I mean, like, a famous, like, I don't know, like, 
like the Dom or Crimson Road. We don't buy the Dom anymore. I don't care because too many BDSM people were messaging. I don't care. Him, He's the Dom like, in my daddy. heart. Ooh, daddy, bottom for me, top for me, whatever. He will always be the Dom did, in did my you brain. See the Dom is a uh, book clubbing with George R. R. Martin next month. Yes. What? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which is why he needs to book club with us because we're more famous. No. We gotta start reaching out to people to book club with. We should. We really should. Find a Warhammer person to book club a Warhammer book with us on. I mean, we, we have a find couple. some small booktubers to collab with because they're true. Well, we oh, can large booktubers. The smaller they are, the easier hope... they are to get on your podcast. Before, yeah. Before we start, I have a question for Bert. What? Do you so you watch YouTube like you you don't play games, but you watch like YouTube game like people playing games on YouTube, right? Sometimes I used to more in the past, but occasionally. What are your thoughts on Bioshock? I don't Which know why I said it like that. Uh, Any the of first them? two. I the haven't even two, I haven't seen the first two. I've only seen Bioshock Infinite playthrough. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> But that is maybe the worst one to to only have any context to. <laughs> I know it like because doesn't that's... fit in with any of the other ones, does it? No, it does. the The base game does, like okay. begrudgingly, but the the DLC doesn't. I I haven't seen the DLC. Okay, that's I've only fine. seen the main because campaign. I recently discovered that there's a a book tie in to the to Bioshock Two. Oh, and it's about the 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 city the underwater city of rapture before it falls and like it's like the lead up to the fall of rapture okay. that like leads into bioshock one and two and i think that sounds really cool and i want to read it on the book club at some point so i was going to add to the list but uh it kind of requires a lot of context for the bioshock story well what if i do it without any context whatsoever <laughs> it will probably be really confused that's okay. I'm normally confused whenever we read anything, like I was for today's book. That's fair. And what <laughs> is today's book? Well, it's not really a book. It's a novella. It's a book. It's a book. It's a novella. It's a novella. The fucking audio. It says on the, the audio front of my cover long. on this author review, this book has it all. Yes. It's a book. Hold on. Let's see. How many words book. was it? I don't know. know. It's like it's like two hundred pages. It's not that many words because the font is big. How many words? Can we announce it? No, not until I find out. I don't go. The definition of a book is a set of written, printed, or blank pages fastened along one side and encased between protective covers. What is is a book? book? It, It literally won the Hugo and Nebula Awards for best novella. Okay, well, we didn't say Novella's it was a novel. Book. We said it was a book. Fuck you. Suck my dick. Both of you. No. So we read you. This Is How You Lose to Time War. Yes, why? Uh, I, I will butcher the name. Amal El Motar and Max Gladstone. Are you telling me it's not Mothtar? I was reading it as Mothtar. I'm just now noticing it's it not, not Mothtar. Mothtar. <laughs> no, it's Motar. Mothtar? Motar? Motar? I think Motar, I don't know. Motar. 
It is fifty-two thousand words, uh, so uh, it should not have won. It's a scam. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. So we, so yeah. Fuck this book. Not really, but you know. Shout out to uh, Bigless Nicholas. Bigless Dickless, thank Bigless you. You fucking little liberal. You liberal cuck. He he is. He, we we fell for the the spell of Bigless Dickless. He convinced us to read this book. True. Well, I, mean, I would have had more no so idea you guys what it was. convinced me to read the book. I knew about this book for like several years before the introduction, but when the whole mm-hmm. like Twitter thing started, I was like, you know what? This is my sign. This yeah. is my cosmic sign to read this book. Kai was like, I want to do Time War this month, and I was like, okay, and then I picked up the audiobook. And then I listened to it. And that was like your inspiration. Days. Pretty much, yeah. Um. So pre, this is the so Sergio, you've listened to these episodes because you edit them. Yes. As you know, we have a format where we do non-spoiler and we do yes. spoiler. So we're yes. gonna start with the non-spoiler section. So I'm gonna open it up with first of all, because I'm the only one who did the audiobook, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Get. I'll get it out of the way. Audiobook pretty good pretty good okay not I, the best not the wow. worst um it was it was good it was very it was kind of asmr did they have different voices for the characters or just the i'm same pretty sure voices? they did but it was like barely noticeable okay they were just both like women like 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 seductress voice. it was kind of just like my dearest red I am going to Burger King to get 14 chicken fries. Do you want anything? (laughs) Every day I think of the chicken fries and I get, I look at the red on the box and I think of you and I, I get filled with such envy and lust as I eat my chicken fries while thinking about you. I know that their burgers aren't very good at Burger King, but sometimes I just can't help it. But get those damn chicken fries and eat them. Sincerely yours, Blue. That was wonderful. Yeah, the, this book this book be like, ha, Blue, you see, on timeline 78A, I have prevented Taco Bell from ever getting rid of the quesarito, which will lead the timeline closer <laughs> to the agency's goals. There's nothing you can do to stop it because I have deleted the entire concept of getting rid of the quesarito from this timeline Ever so you just you, so you're not you're not you're not getting rid of the quesarito the quesarito is here to stay and then and then the other person is like you fool don't you understand that was the plan all along by not getting rid of the quesarito they have to in the laws of the universe get rid of another item so they got rid of instead the nacho bel grande leading directly into World War Three <laughs> yes that this is literally what the book is <laughs> so. I guess we'll open it up with the question that we tend to open it up with. Yes. What are your thoughts? Do you have a lot to say? I have nothing I to don't. say. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I I do have a few things to say. Okay, Go good. Okay, so the first <laughs> thing I'd like to start guest. off with uh, is a quote from the back of the book from an author review that sums up my uh, okay, thoughts okay. exactly. Holy shit, this was good. Um... I 
Shout out to V.E. Schwab. Yeah, V.E. Schwab. I loved this book from start to finish. I read it on the car, basically the car, the car rides from uh, Colossal. Um, to and fro. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a sucker for time travel stories. Uh, and I really loved the way this is written um, because it's very, like, abstract. Um, they don't really explain mm-hmm. things to you. So you just kind of have to, like, just kind of, like, get it. Like, 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 like you, like, there's yes. a lot of, like, like terminology they use like they refer to like timelines as like thread so they move down braid and up braid um it's very much um on that note i was gonna say it's very much on the top like the the double-edged sword of being a novella of like you don't you you don't get the word count to be able to explain anything really Mm mm-hmm so the yeah. book was very much just in the moment, in a good way, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, just in the moment, it doesn't try too hard to set anything up, like like exposition wise. It just it kind of just starts, and it happens, and then it ends. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, especially since like, I don't know with with a story involving time travel, I know that it can get bogged down if you're trying to explain how it works we should or... explain to kai kingdom hearts time travel we should not because i've seen the video of explaining all of kingdom hearts i'm okay. good um and i i also like because when i went into this book i thought this was going to be about the titular time war and how you lose it uh, but I like that it was just kind of in the backseat. It doesn't like fucking matter. They just say a bunch of just nonsense, but the like like yeah. of what's happening and what they're doing. But the real meat of the story is the the love story between uh, red and blue. And um, me, I'm I'm a red person. I'm a sucker for technology. So stand. I was like the chat. Like when I saw the Chad Techno Girl versus the Virgin Plant Waifu, I was like, I'm going. I'm going with the Techno Girl. Red all the way. Uh huh. See, I love nature. Um, that's like my thing. But I'm a red stan all the way. Is because yeah, uh, is it because is it because you see yourself in blue? Maybe it could be. Well, re- re- red, uh, red genocides the conquistadors, and that's based. That's true. Why? <laughs> um, this might be bold to make a statement about on the podcast. Oh, uh, for a for a novel or novella that we just read. Um, I was not the target audience for this, for this <laughs> book. And I have probably nothing to say about it. I'm going to just keep it a buck 50 with you. I thought it was good. And that's the end of my statement. Okay. So it wasn't like life altering, like reading yeah, no, Kafka. It was, it was pretty like it was well prosed and well written, but like this, I didn't really care for the, the abstractness, I guess. Okay. No, that's fair. And I kind of don't give a shit about love stories generally. Unless that's they're also like fair. cute slice of life manga. Yeah, and this was like very the opposite of slice of life. Yeah, it's it's very much just like a chapter of red talking to blue through a letter. This is slice of something. Of blue talking to red through a letter, and then it just jumps back and forth. 
the whole pretty much the whole book and that's yes. that's all it really is yes and that's not, that's not a bad thing it's just not my thing no and that's fair I, I was also gonna say that actually a lot of the concepts in this book kind of reminded me of um scp a little bit because they mentioned like a nuo virus and there's a lot of stuff in mm, here about like yes. use like weaponizing like concepts and like objects and stuff like that um, so I thought that was actually cool to see, like, in an actual, like, um, sci-fi book. And I didn't realize this thing was a romance when I first started reading it. Because at first I'm I like, either. yeah, because at first <laughs> I'm like, all right, uh, I have to decide which one of these um, uh, sociopaths that I'm going to, um, <laughs> I'm going to relate the most stand. to and see, yes. uh, see who wins. Uh, we should probably give, like, a. I was going to say, we probably should give, like, a, a quick, like, outline of the plot so people know, like. No, not at all. No outline of the plot. They can figure it out. Okay. <laughs> it's only like 200 pages. They can read it. Um, I feel like you should have read the se- the first. No, the second quote on the back of it that says a twisting sapphic time travel fantasy love story. <laughs> but apparently neither of us read that far. <laughs> nope. I just jumped straight into this thing. Completely blind. I went down braid completely blind without a paddle. Yes, yeah, same. Um, I really like the prose, though, even though, like, you know, I I have to be in a very specific mood to read, like, most love stories. Um, I I was here for the language used, and I think the reason I I'm a red stan all the way is just because I liked the the prose for like red's perspective and red's letters better. I guess we can give a summary, though, if you want to. Oh, uh, first, I want to point out some base red moments. So I mentioned her arming the like the natives to fight against the conquistadors, but she also burns down Atlantis like a hundred times and she enjoys it every time. She hates Atlantis. She just really yes. hates Atlantis. Does she also hate London, too? I rem- I think there's something in here about her burning down London a few times. You know that we don't like your I think she's just podcast. she finds it kind of distasteful. Even I'm though back. Blue likes it. Blue loves uh-huh. London. Uh-huh. Which is why Blue is not based. <clears throat> True, British. Cringe. <laughs> she also goes to France, I think. She likes France, too. Cringe. I know, so cringe. Europe head. So, for the plot of this book. So, as it describes, this is how you lose the time war. The time war is between two different factions. There's the agency, which is like a, like, um... Uh, like, they are, like the pinnacle of technology like cyborgs yeah they've all like coalesced into like like what like they all like share like a hive mind their bodies are completely like robotic and they have a bunch of interesting powers to go along with that and they are fighting the garden which is the opposite where they're like completely nature-based all of them are like born into like pods um they're still like organic and you know their their stuff like you know, poisons and plant-like stuff while red, like, blue is from the garden and red is from the agency. So it's basically, like, man versus machine, kind of. And their whole objective That's is to go into... A... versus machine than man versus machine, just because, like... Yeah. Neither of them really align themselves to humanity, ironically. Yeah, they've, True. Re- they've really, like, they've, they've sacrificed their humanity for, um both of these sides because they're yeah 
because I mean, they, they, they their powers extreme. include like switching bodies too. Like they switch genders many times in this. Um, yeah. Uh, this book. Also, he's wiping the floor with us, Kai. I know. <laughs> Professional fucking book clubber over here. Come on now. <laughs> we we had we we discussed it. And we're like, mm, uh, I don't know. It's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> we, I don't even think we've looked at the checklist so far. No, we haven't. <laughs> well, I'm gonna pull it out. I'm gonna go through the checklist a little bit, Sergio. If that's okay with you. That's fine. Oh uh, yeah, so we'll just like, because I think I think that's a pretty good description of just like the yes. like what you need to know for the plot. We don't really need to go that much further into it, just because there's so little like exploration of it. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm assuming you guys liked it, obviously. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Sergio's quote made it pretty obvious that he liked it. Um, do you have a favorite? Uh, there's only really two characters, I guess. But do you have a pre- a preference? Red. Red, red based, red based. I think red is more of the protagonist, so that makes sense. Yes, that is true. Because most of the third act stuff, spoilery stuff, involves mostly red's perspective. And interesting to note, um, I believe it does start with red's perspective mm-hmm. as well. Yes, it does. It does. I had to check really quickly. So does just that to make? make sure. Um, the your least favorite character, Blue. I guess like Commandant is in. The yeah, chapter. I. Yeah, Commandant is like not good. <laughs> yeah, but that's like kind of the point. Yes, that is literally the point. Least, least favorite character because of the way that they're supposed to be interpreted, and not because we don't like them. Like with uh, with like Orconomics, for example. Yes. Our least favorite Orconomics character was because it was not fun. <laughs> yes. As opposed to just being like, oh yeah, this character. Yeah, they the Commandant is like uh Evil serving mustaching. serving the point in the plot that yeah. is supposed to be hated. Having yeah. a big basically a big brother figure is bad. Yes. Evil. I was I was going to mention, I forgot to say this. This book is a lot like 1984. It yeah, like a lot. It yeah, it is. Yeah, I guess I didn't really connect connect that when I listened to it, but when you when you say it like that, that is true. Although I haven't read 1984 in probably ten years. I read it during the pandemic. For the first I read time. it in it eighth good. grade. We had to read Animal Farm, thought, and I, I freaking I, hate Animal Farm. I thought I was gonna, I, I was like in like a pseudo intellectual phase in eighth grade. Oh, where damn. I was like a super fedora tipper, like atheist, and I was like, I'm gonna read 1984, and I'm gonna read the Da Vinci Code and all these super cool books. And then I got over myself. <laughs> and now you read sometimes intellectual, but I, sometimes not intellectual books on I podcasts. Slice, now I read slice of life romance mangas. Yes, that piece. too. That too. <laughs> and this. And this. Sapphic um, Time Travel 1984. Do you guys have, without giving too much spoiler away, do you have a favorite and a least favorite moment? Starting with Sergio, I'll say. Um, My favorite moment. Uh, well, obviously I mentioned the, the, the Conquistador um, uh, yes. moment. Yes. Um, 
I'm trying to think. I I think the opening is pretty striking with like red, just like mm-hmm. she just like won like a battle like in the future, and there's like starships like falling up all around her like when she first like encounters blue because that's like like that that hook was pretty good yeah i liked the beginning too really into yeah the the opening scene was very intriguing Um, i think there's also another good good one one where they're hunting each other as animals or at least they're they're not like blue is watching red from afar i think red saves her from getting eaten and she just kind of like yeah. slinks yes. away. Yes, that's a yeah. really good scene. I was going to say that was my favorite. Do you have a least favorite without again without spoiling anything? Um, um there's 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 a, a a sort of major character death later on that like really like crushed me. It it gets resolved mm-hmm. later but at the first i was like it's joker yeah. it's never been yeah, more it, joker it felt so, it felt so <laughs> joker so i i understand what about you bert no i was literally going to say the same thing yeah uh yeah i was going to say that or the scene with the commandant in the tent yes that too but again that's kind of the point of the scene is to be like oh yeah both of bad. those both of those just, scenes it's like it that very, is the point they're both very stressful scenes yes a lot of uh, what's the word? There's a lot of tension. Tension, yeah. I was gonna say thriller, but that does, I mean that's not the word I was looking for at all. Tension, very tense. You never know. If Suspenseful. The break, yeah. Suspense, tension. It was good. Um, fucking, where'd my checklist go? God damn it. Important themes. Love hmm. is love. <laughs> well, I mean, love love is a theme, but like the LGBTosity of this story is not like it's not really important. It doesn't yeah, it's matter not, it's what. It's not the main focus. When does this go up? By the way, this episode. Uh, next better... July, I believe. Oh, We're missing Pride month. month. We're missing Pride Month. This sucks. Goddamn, bad people. <laughs> Uh, um, check the schedule. We didn't yeah. do anything pride related, did we? That's true. We, we didn't do anything pride related. Uh, we're, well, like, I, we're like the average corporation in 2023. We'll move this <laughs> to like <laughs> we we'll, we'll release it at the end of this week, June 30th. Okay. Okay. This is our okay. pride finale. Okay, this is our pride episode on the fucking last day. We're like Dream streaming one day in Pride Month, <laughs> tweeting out that he's gonna donate all of his fucking um like all the money he makes in the month of June to Pride charity and then he streams once god damn be us. only we're gonna make 30 cents off the episode we're not gonna donate it to shit <laughs> no we need to save that it's going into a new car for me baby <laughs> you know what i'm fine with that i'm fine with you taking our 30 cents yeah um yeah i don't i there are probably themes to this book I guess none that I can think of. The theme that you had was ASMR. <laughs> yeah, listening to women ASMR is fun. I guess. I I think theme. my well, my theme, my main takeaway, is that like, um, all odds. I guess. I, I don't know how to. I don't know how to put it into words. It's like there's there's a quote that that blue says without going into too much spoiler category, but like, you know, she feels like she's always like hungry for something, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's like an indescribable kind of 
like emptiness and whatnot. Red's fat, oh. juicy pussy. <laughs> yes, that's the answer to all of her problems. That's, that's the theme of but, the novel. But I think um, to some degree, like both of the characters have that like hunger within them. And yeah. I think I think it's um, stemming from like needing to be connected to each other. Yeah, because they both think, are kind of like isolated within wait, their they, they organizations. There's a whole chapter yeah. dedicated they do talk, to food. There's a lot of food. I in think it's, there's it's a lot kind of, of <laughs> it's kind of a feeling anyone who's been in like a long term relationship understands, especially you know long I mean? distance. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I wonder who relates to that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> weird. Of just like like wanting to be around somebody but just not being able to yes well i think it's deeper than that too though i th- i think it's like you know they they both are very isolated like even though they yeah. belong to like a faction they're not really like super uh integrated with their other faction members especially red in particular like i know it's blue who says the line but like even though the agency is meant to be like a hive mind. It seems like they don't really like, there's no need to connect to each other since they can kind of like interface with each other. Yeah. They so also got rid of hunger and like, yeah, basic human needs too, which is why Red so there, brings up food. Yes. So there's yeah. not like a whole bunch of connection that they have to each other. And as we mentioned earlier, there is this like loss of humanity. So I, I guess that's like, the the main theme that I was picking up from it, kind of depressing, of a theme. Like 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 as we mentioned, like both characters commit like like the the worst of like they like they like poisoning Genocide. people, genociding, <laughs> um, manipulating people, being someone's wife for sixty years just so the timeline gets a little bit closer to the future yes. that their agencies want is just like going to work it's just like breathing like to them like they just like they don't care they're cogs in a machine i'll burn down london for the 80th time there'll be another one in another timeline who cares like because to them it's just like i don't know it's 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 just like pieces on a board like yes there'll always be another timeline there'll always be another version of this person who cares it's very machiavellian uh, another thing I will also note is uh, communication. I think is another big part mm. of the of the thing because yes. they, they they communicate through letters. They're never communicating with each other directly. It's always but they're a letter no, they find. non traditional letters though, and that they're letter like... might also be their end because they don't know if they if they open that letter it'll be some like you know like brain rotting poison or a, a nuo virus mm-hmm. as they as they mentioned in the first one that'll just eat out your memories but they open it anyway because mm-hmm. they're just craving that like communication with somebody yep that human connection i mean they're even go they even go as far at the beginning of like going through that light yagami thing of like well you see blue <laughs> wants me to open this letter and if I do, they'll think that I'm going along with their plan. But no, I'm opening this letter so I can get get in on what Blue is going to be doing next. Yeah, I, I was going to make that comment where like this is uh, in, instead of, you know, Death Note is for gay people. And this is the Death Note for lesbians. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> 
Would you? Re- I'm assuming you'd recommend it, and you would say it's probably worth reading. It's so short that I wouldn't say it's not worth reading for pretty much any reason. Yes, I mean it could have shit in my fucking car. If you're uh, a homophobe, would recommend it to. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah I don't recommend this for homophobes. No, I recommend it. The homophobes will probably not be homophobic anymore. I mean, to be fair, you'll be like me and not even realize it's a lesbian romance until like halfway through the book when I was like, wait, what are these people's pronouns? I'm confused. I don't know what gender they are. (laughs) Why are they saying they're in love with each other? (laughs) I thought they were just like fighting. (laughs) I thought this was Death Note, man. Well, I mean, I think I've done like, like on purpose because it's always red and blue and you never get like a sense of like what they look like because they're again they're always like disguising each other themselves as other people and whatnot they turn into animals at one point yeah yeah i would recommend it um it is as you say it's so short that it's like just if you're if you even are thinking about reading something just read it it's it's a quick read um, it's quite a page turner too. Like, I I wouldn't say there was ever like a dull moment. Hmm. There's not enough t- like time for there to be a dull moment. To yes, be fair. which is why I like novellas. Fun fact about me: I like them because they usually keep it moving. I like when books keep it moving and aren't like <coughs> orconomics. <coughs> yeah, orconomics just spent 80% of its runtime dragging its feet, and then the last 20% somehow, despite things happening, also still dragging its feet. And fucking everything up in the process. Yeah. But yeah, um. Uh, I don't really have anything else to say about uh, are, we, are we moving oh, into spoilers, spoilers? I, I do want to mention one thing before we do move into spoilers um is that i found out that that from the wikipedia page that this is getting a television adaptation oh written by the scripts will be written by both mozart Diggles, and Diggles. gladstone <laughs> but i am about to explain why i think that making a tv adaptation is a terrible idea because I think that this b- book works its strongest on the fact that it doesn't explain all of its concepts to you and that it's very abstract. And I feel like while seeing a lot of this yes. stuff would be cool, I feel like it makes it lose the mystique of mm-hmm. the book itself. Because I was thinking like, man, I would True. like to see some of this stuff ex- like expanded on. Like, I don't know, like fan fiction or like another novel. And then I'm like, no, because I feel like if you expand on and explain some of the stuff, it loses like the magic of the way it is so Mm -hmm. i i i i will be down to watch that tv adaptation but i think that it is distilling the essence of what made this book great Uh Mm -hmm. i respect that unless it's like a short tv show because i mean you can have media that's like quite abstract it usually works better in a movie format if you're going to be doing that since like the runtime mm-hmm. isn't as long and you don't have to like re-explain things for audience that may be tuning in for the first time or tuning in after you know a significant period of time but oh. i mean i think it can work if they do it in a very specific way like if again if they don't drag their feet on it I think it could work. Maybe like Maybe. four to six episodes. Yeah, Eight I was thinking episodes. like three or four. Like, like that, uh, whatchamacallit, that, uh, 
five episode the show with the weekend that just came out that everybody hated not like that that was that was apparently know. really awful uh i don't I want it to be awful i don't know anything about it it was bad and everyone kept saying it was six episodes but it was only five and then people were like oh my god they canceled an episode and then all the ca- the crew was like no there never was maybe was we got only mandela affected maybe there was More people episodes. were just wrong <laughs> no we got mandela effect my guess <laughs> it was scrubbed the government scrubbed it you true never thought of it like that <laughs> but yeah i got nothing else to add i don't know if you guys do um but if you want we can uh we can end it here and then pick up on the spoiler talk which i will continue to have nothing to say just full disclosure <laughs> Right. Spoiler alert. It was good. We are yeah. going to ad break then. All right. Welcome back to the spoiler section of This is How You Lose the Time War. Um, do you guys have bullet points to talk about or do you just want to... How are we going about this? We usually just wing let's, this part. Yeah, let's wing okay. it. So, um, I guess the major what thing... Your, to... What are your thoughts on the ending? Wait a second. Okay. We could also use the discussion questions in the back of the book. You, oh my god, there are discussion to. questions in the back of the book? There, there are. are discussion questions. Dude, whip those book. fuckers out. It's doing its job, our job for us. Some of them aren't very good. I tried reading some of them, but they're just, they're not very compelling. Okay, here's here's one that's kind of confusing me, but they, they do mention in the back, there are many subtle pop culture references made as Red and Blue move through time. Which references did you pick up on? I, I don't think I picked shit. up. I did not pick up on any, to be honest. If, if one of the references is to 1984, then I picked up on it. If any yeah. of them are I not, then I think there was like a Sherlock Holmes reference. Oh, maybe there could have been. Um, oh, he, he, oh, he, he, here, here, here is a good one. Uh, every move in the Time War is carefully calculated and chosen for its far-reaching ramifications. Even chaos is purposely created. Discuss how difficult it would be to choose the right moments to change. How does this compare to war as we know it? I would kill baby mm. Hitler. <laughs> that's well, that's all. That's I don't have anything else to add to that question. Well, obviously, because it's like traditional war is um, pretty straightforward. You can't you 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 go in, you capture you capture as much enemy territory as you go. Usually, it involves you um, reaching their capital capturing their government and getting them to capitulate and do whatever you mm-hmm. want them to. But in terms of the time war, it's a more <laughs> of an abstract goal. Because the goal is to get one of these uh, timelines or strands, as they call them, to lead to the creation of the agency or the garden. But each side is also already coexisting, like, in a timeline. But they're ba- they're basically ensuring their own existence. Um, because obviously it can only swing one way or the other, so it's like this precarious game of basically not getting wiped from existence. And yes, at least us as the readers, we we don't have like the like the blueprint that I'm assuming they do, where it's like these specific things need to happen to push the world like closer to either side, and we're not we're not ever given like. Why did this space fleet need to get annihilated? Why did Caesar need to die? Like, why did like? There's another part where I think 
red sneaks into like this like ancient like temple to like jack into like a like a, a terminal that's in there um and i think that it would probably be very like if you were fighting a time war it would be very hard to like because you don't know you like the butterfly effect you have no idea unless mm-hmm. you do you have no idea what's mm-hmm. going to happen when like let's use the let's use the joke example where we stop the quesarito from ever being taken off the menu because <laughs> that's going to create like nine different branches and then you're going to have to scout out which branch like you know leads is the most to the useful future you want and then that's probably going to have branch after branch after branch and i i think that is a, a central thing of the time wars themes where it's like like it's like like at the end of the day it's like it's fruitless it's it, like this is never go like this war is never going to end like can i have, can i ask a question yeah which part of the butterfly effect um in society do you think what what in the history of our world happened to to have led up to the moment on june 28th 2023 to have a uh, fallout boy make their own rendition of we didn't start the fire and then have them rhyme George Floyd with Metroid. <laughs> they did what? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time hearing of this. Yeah, it, I did. It, yeah, it happened like an hour ago, man. Oh my god. Look, I'm I'm posting it in Fan and HQ. Should we do a live listen? Because I feel like this. this is relevant. No, I don't want to listen to this. I think Patrick Stump should die for what he just put in the oh world. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Although I do think Shinzo Abe Blown Away should go down in history as some of the most fire lyrics of all time. <laughs> oh man. Um that did happen. That was that was a thing that uh that happened, yes. Um What was I about to say? Um Hold on. Wait, that... hold on. Didn't didn't Jake have a question about this? You said what what led up to this happening? Yeah. Um well the most important preceding event would be the creation oh of the god. original We Didn't Start the Fire. Oh my god. Um, One of the lyrics is Prince and the Queen die. World trade second plane. What else do I have to say? Oh, God. Come on, man. <laughs> it's too soon. It shouldn't it's too be laughing, soon, man. But it's, you, can't it's... Just, you can't just put that in a song. I mean, it's influential, though. <laughs> we, we didn't start the fire as a product of its time. So the original song is a pro- is a product of its time as a statement about the stressors throughout the Cold War yes. that are created by various countries. This is just like pop culture glup shitto. We got SpongeBob, <laughs> we got Rodney King, we got Tiger Woods, Kurt Cobain, Fukushima, Japan. Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man, not not rhymes. Just to be clear, um, Spielberg, just Spielberg, Spielberg, Balloon Boy. I don't know if that's Five Nights at Freddy's. I think or... that's Five Nights at Freddy's. I think what? that might be Five Nights at Freddy's. Bombing Boston Marathon is the line before Balloon Boy. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> 
QAnon, Y2K, Boris Johnson, Brexit, Kanye West, Taylor Swift, Stranger Things. I think we have to listen to this. Suez Canal. I think I'm going to have to listen to this. Woodstock 99. Golden State Killer Caught. What the fuck? Keaton Batman is not even like the correct time period. That's like 89. This does feel like a plan of the agency. (laughs) It does. White Rhino Goes Extinct is in the same verse as Tom DeLonge and Aliens. Okay, I'm I'm listening now. He's the the lead singer of uh, Blink-182. If you ever listen to all the all the small things, you know all the small things. It's that guy. Okay. Hold on. Let's let's get in the watch together so we can be so we can be together. How about okay. we finish the book club? No, this is has to happen in the book club, no. I think. It's relevant. It's relevant. Send me a link because I don't have it. You're not in the watch together? No. Fuck, what's my password? I don't even have an account. I kind of just like <clears throat> hop in. I have the link though. I've I've extracted it. I managed to avoid drowning. Hold on, I gotta change my password. On watch together. Okay. This is totally <coughs> part of the episode. You should tell them what the password is. I can dock Sergio's password right now. Do it. Um. Come. <laughs> 69. You don't know All the right. password. Everybody join now. movie night. Send me a link to movie night. Oh my god, I'm getting a fucking ad played. Alright, I'm posting it in Fan HQ. Thank you. Hold on, my mom's yelling for me. I'll be right back. <laughs> this is spoiler free. I mean, the spoiler part is kind of a train wreck. What? It says it's invalid. Here, I'll recopy it to you. Um... Or fuck Shaker General. There you go. Alright, is everybody ready? Yes, I'm ready. I'm playing it. I'm afraid. I know, I'm afraid too. <laughs> I feel anticipation. Oh my god, it's fucking Patrick Stump. Come on, man. Pokemon. Monsanto GMOs. This is horrific already. <laughs> that was awful are you kidding me <laughs> I have to pause that Michael Jackson dies Michael Jackson dies he couldn't find one more syllable like nope. an event that happened with seven fucking nope. syllables <laughs> or six just well, gotta stretch on. out Michael Come on, man! Kim Jong Un. (laughs) Kim Jong Un. (laughs) Yeah, this is required listening. All right, no, I'm gonna unpause it now. It's already bad enough that it's it's fucking Patrick Stump singing like Patrick Stump. More war in Afghanistan. Oh, Spielberg! Explosion Lebanon. Unabomber, come on! No, no, no. Why is Black Parade there? Why is Black Parade there? Come on, man. Trump gets impeached twice. He didn't even try to rhyme that or anything. He just said those words. <laughs> he just to said me. it. No, no, because we got polar bears got no ice, Sergio. Come on. It's fu- it fucking rhymes like a T, you idiot. Oh Come gosh. on, man. 
Black Parade, Michael Phelps. Come on. Is it just me or does this feel dystopian? It does. They really. <laughs> this is what the 24 hour news media that the Cold War has spawned has come to. If I didn't have to see news every day of my life, I would not know who Meghan Markle is besides me watching the TV show Suits. Damn. Because she's in that show. YouTube killed MTV. Damn. I mean, it's true. It is true. Like, Keaton Batman isn't even the fucking 90s. It's supposed to be like 90s modern day. No, it's 1989. It's 1989. It's not the 90s. That's 1989. Yeah, but this, it said events from 1989 to modern day. It just it feels wrong to ha- to list something that happened the year the original song came out in the song. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah. Plus, there's lots of things that he could have mentioned other than that, too. I don't know. This also, just feels like, weird. Why is SSRIs listed? Like, oh, this is so deep. Uh, people take medication for their mental <laughs> illness. I'm going to put this in my We Didn't Start the Fire fucking cover. (laughs) Dude, it just... The fucking end of it, just fucking Patrick Stump going... (laughs) Like, like it's an actual fucking Fall Out Boy song. This just felt felt like glove shit over for, like, things that happen in real life. I've never been closer to committing suicide than I I am after listening to that song. It's distasteful. I mean, it's, it's not even that it's distasteful. It's it's that it's out of touch. Most of those events are things that, if it weren't for like the twenty four hour news cycle constantly projecting misery upon the country and world, like I wouldn't know what the fuck any of those things were. Ninety percent of them don't matter. I agree with that. Like, I feel like the events in, like, We Didn't Start the Fire are all events that relate to, like, the the Cold War yes. culture of the world. Like, yes. the Beatles and, like, just everything. I, I fucking... I think why I find, find it... Lyrics. I try I, to I find th- them. <laughs> I think why I find it distasteful is because it mentions things that are, like, clearly... Um, like really uh inconsequential next to things that are like actual disasters yeah balloon like, boy. The golden, yeah, yeah the, balloon the, boy the, the golden state <laughs> killer was found 9-11 <laughs> are not the same thing like those are not even close those are not the same as megan markle yeah <laughs> she's like an okay actress yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, I don't know. Maybe it says something about society that these things also, are all Also, it's worth put noting together. that, like, nine presidents are listed in fucking We Didn't Start the Fire originally. The only one that was mentioned in this one was literally just Trump. Trump Obama. gets impeached He just twice. says Obama. Oh, Obama. Yeah, he just says Obama. My bad. Nothing related to him, just Obama. What would like you have men- liked him to say about Obama? Striking hospitals. Yeah. Yes. Black president. I don't, I don't know. 
I was a pretty big deal. That's true. That is true. Like you laugh, but that is like kind of a big deal. Like the fact that he mentions like SpongeBob and Balloon the fucking Boy. Oh, <laughs> SpongeBob and Balloon Boy, and then like the Oklahoma bombings in the same <laughs> in the same like yes. mindset is yes. insane. Okay, can we get back to the book, please? Like, <laughs> do we have anything to say about the book? It's Come on, there are, there are two more interesting discussion questions that I want okay, to Okay, go for them. Go for them. Okay, let's, right. so, let's go. Question number two Letters were a primary form of communication, and people had. Letters were once a primary form of communication, and people had lasting relationships with their pen pals. Discuss how communication has changed and how this affects relationships. Are technological advances improvements? I would say generally, yes. Being able to instantly communicate with anyone across the world at any time is, I think, a net good. As much as, like, my teachers in high school would tell you that it's terrible. Um, There are are some downsides, I would say. I feel like, especially with the advent of, like, text, you're a lot more, like, obligated to... Especially with work, I'd say you're a lot more obligated to just be always yes. on call and prepared. That's what I was gonna say. It's like it's there's so much exhaustion from being expected to it, always it, communicate with everyone. It's kind of the same with dating. Like yes. you know, like 50, 40 years ago, you know, you you you're dating somebody, you don't live together. You're like both. You're like mid twenties. You see you each other like letters. once a week. You call your you call each other and you're like, hey, let's yeah. get lunch on uh, Tuesday. Okay, see but you now, there. <laughs> but now it's like, it's like fucking nine thirty in the morning. I'm at work and Sergio's sitting playing Payday Two with somebody in Kansas and somebody who lives nine minutes away from him. Yes, I think another it's thing. Like, oh, go like, ahead. Wow. Go ahead. That's crazy. Like, that's a good thing. That's a positive. But yeah, just the concept I mean, of just being like, I'm going to fucking just be like, hey, guy, in two hours, you know, two hours away, two time zones away, whatever you want to call it, um, mm-hmm. whose complete entire life schedule is completely different than mine. Our access to being able to communicate with each other is so uh like easy to understand that we literally know each other's work schedules and can plan around things for specific times throughout time zones you know yeah so it's like your boss texts you and it's like hey i need you to pick up a shift you know it back like 20 30 years ago it's like they leave a voicemail you hear it in like an hour or two and then you might be able to get in there you might be able to get in but now it's like your boss texts you like hey i need you in you don't respond in like a minute and it's like i texted six other people yes i mean this whole podcast wouldn't exist without technological communication well i would know kai but i wouldn't know you i wouldn't know matt yeah i wouldn't know any of you yeah 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 no it would have to be like some super chance meeting like me meeting caleb at jfax in grand rapids Mm -hmm. yeah i i will say like um there are technological advancements that i would say are just like straight up net positives like computers Mm -hmm. to an extent not the culture around them but computers themselves 
like the internet as a concept the internet is very useful even <sighs> though there's a lot of garbage but there now. are like there's specific things that i feel like like without their existence things would be a lot easier like texting instant me- messaging like for the purpose of work or like stuff like that yeah we should government overall, mandate employers can't text you is good <laughs> Yes. Except for I, when it's used for bad. Mm-hmm. Like I think also, need... like, it, at least in terms of, like, communication on social media, I think that's, like, sometimes can be quite a negative, too, though. Yeah, like, the dopamine rush of internet culture, just being like, I'm gonna watch this entire TV show that's nine seasons long in, like, three weeks. And then just start another eleven season long TV yes. show. I'm sure there or were people I'm... who did that with books back then. <laughs> or oh, yeah, binge book readers, for sure. I mean, you could also take mm-hmm. out a lot of movies from your yeah, like local but... movie rental place too. Yeah, but that's like like every every movie you rent, you have to pay for it and return yes. it. Yes, it's, it's with, more with, chill with, with streaming. It's just like. Yeah, I just watched 17 episodes of The Flash. I'm going to watch fucking two and a half seasons of uh, Legends of Tomorrow now. I'm going to go to bed at 4 a.m. and then wake up at noon and do it again. Yeah, that's not the greatest. Also, I think that the easy access to like bully people and then not have a face associated with it even happening or like well, an identity is pretty bad too well see ba- see back in the day you could shit talk someone and send them a letter and you'd be like all right i got five days to prepare before they get the letter <laughs> yes screwed. yes and now it's i don't know i think there's a lot of there's a lot of negativity that gets spread a lot easier oh okay we're good we're good my thing disconnected for a second but we're good um yeah i don't know i i think that's a lot of the reason that like we're seeing a lot more depressed people not to be a boomer about it or anything but the the quickness of some things i think is to our detriment because humans are just we're not prepared for it we're yeah, not i mean prepared. every i mean everything has their downsides i mean like you know like like the like obviously like like some problems are exacerbated because of the instantaneous, but it's not that they never like existed. Like yes. rumors, yeah. just and shit. yeah. Because instead of like you know having one mean bully that you see at school, and like you know maybe you can get teachers to make him stop, or you can move to a different school. Now it's like you know if if you post they- one thing on social media, you could have a thousand people. Or more dogpiling on your one thing. Yeah. Or it's like, like, oh, I blocked my bully on Instagram and they made 25 burner accounts to tell me to kill yes. myself. Yes. <clears throat> it's it's yeah. problems that already existed that are just much worse now. You know, I, 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 I just thought about it. But like, you know, those guys who show up at like your college and they stand in the like the, the like the, the, the square, if you will. And they're like, oh, death to the gays or whatever. That's basically just like a town crier just like uh-huh. for a, like a public university. Yes. 
Thankfully, I didn't have any of those. You said Town Crier, and I I thought of the one guy from Skyrim and White Run. You know who I'm talking about? I never played Skyrim, but there's a guy. Okay, there's there's a guy who preaches about Talos in the fucking town square of uh of White Run, and he's like, "By Talos, you shall be saved," and everyone's like, "The damn Town Criers at it again." I mean, yeah, (laughs) damn, like, like 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 those people never went away. They're just like they're just like you know stand on the like the side of like your university building and hand you a bible or whatever. Or, the, or they're or they're just tw- sign twirlers and they make yeah. money or they're <laughs> doing the it. planned parenthoods yeah that's where most of them are at that's true all right and then our third discussion question is imagine you are an agent fighting in this time war dancing along the braids what would it be like to see all the different strands would you like to experience all of time in the way red and blue do what kind of agent would you be I don't think our brains would be able to no. comprehend any of it. I think we would overload and die. And that is my answer. Fuck you, person who wrote the questions, you big bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Your question sucks! What if the yeah. authors wrote the questions? Come on, man. Well, then their their question writing is a lot worse than their fucking book writing. I don't know. <laughs> you want me to lie? Yeah. I mean, I... Make it I, nicer. I, I think that what would happen for, like, obviously, because it's, like, I don't, like, like obviously, like, the visual representation is probably not something that you would be able to, like, fully comprehend, but I think what would happen is that you would start to get really detached from everything, like, once there like are infinite timelines. Are... Whoa. Wow. What? I said, like our protagonists are. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like once there are infinite timelines, the the idea of consequences and stakes just go out the window. Yes. Oh, Mary died. Oh well, I can just you know hop into the next timeline and she'll be back. Like, or I can just go two hundred years in the future and meet someone else. Yeah. Also true. I wouldn't want to experience time like they do because i feel like like i said it would just diminish it to the point of where it just becomes Mm -hmm. bland and stale i wouldn't want to because i just (laughs) wouldn't want to work for either of these factions like if it were if it was like you know it's like okay you're assigned to doing this this and this i'd be like no I don't want to, and then I get then I get taken out. (laughs) I don't want to kill Caesar. He's chill. He is chill. He's my bro. Maybe, maybe not chill. He's definitely he was a dictator. He wasn't chill. But you know, in this hypothetical scenario where I'm mildly detached from reality, I'm like, yeah, that's whatever. Okay, so here's here's an interesting question. I'll pause it because I'm asked, what kind of agent would you be? Uh, my question to you, Jake and Kai, is so you're a you're a time agent, right? And uh-huh. you can change one thing to to sow absolute chaos. What do you go back in time to change to just watch the the chaos unfold because you you did something? Mm. I would save Jesus. Because okay. like there are okay. a lot of there are a lot of evidences of re- whether or not you're religious that there was a figure that was just Jesus Christ in society that maybe he wasn't you know who he said he was you you never know but like a lot of solid evidence that Jesus Christ is it just a human being who was alive probably exists 
So I would just be like, yeah, they wrote a book about his life and he got crucified. I'm just going to not let them crucify him. And see what happens. And just see what happens. Does the okay. religion even exist? Because the crucifixion, I feel like the crucifixion, the crucifixion, or is it yes. the crucifixion, crucifixion, crucifixion. Yeah. is like the major event that like put Christianity into the limelight like his resurrection and stuff so just being like yeah no doesn't happen he's just like fine that would be interesting jesus dies a, a an old man just like doing his thing yeah technically like if you did that he might have just lived the rest of his life being like a political enemy of rome mm-hmm. <laughs> which would be i don't know interesting I feel like you'd have to continuously keep saving him. <laughs> yes, probably. I also have something that you would continually have to do, but I, I think this I would mean, so I chaos. I would say, in my, in my hypotheticals, I'd be like, yo, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. Go to China. <laughs> There's a big place over there that needs a lot of guidance. <laughs> Fair enough. Here's my this, this whole dynasty business is, is not working out. You can go help them. <laughs> All right. What's yours? Here's mine. I'm going to make it. This will require constant maintenance, by the way. I will make it so that no civilization discovers the number zero. Oh, that's evil. I know. <laughs> Well, okay. It let me pose you. Everything. Let me pose you an unironic question. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you think that in this hypothetical world <laughs> where zero doesn't exist, that capitalism exists? No. Probably not. Because how can you have an in a, an economy a a consistent of currency without having no current like i have no money i have zero money and there's also no function of like making something like a whole number that is very large either Mm -hmm. like you would have to count it in different ways and yeah it would be not not as intuitive i would feel yeah i think it would be wildly just, chaotic and i don't oh, think yeah. there would be capitalism Commun- communist society of i i don't think it would be communist <laughs> either i'm not sure what would happen but i think yeah it would i be guess very you can't chaotic. distribute the wealth if there's no wealth to distribute <laughs> well, there probably would be the, wealth it's just the, the the means of production would still exist i guess so maybe yes. co- yeah i mean communism could still happen like it could. As, as long as workers, the, the as long could. as the, the proletariat is being oppressed, <laughs> there will be something. By God, I will make sure of it. Inshallah. <laughs> What's yours, Serge? Oh, what would mine be? <clears throat> I had an I had an idea, maybe like um. Uh, save Alexander the Great from dying of consumption or whatever he died of, and just see if he could take over the world. I think I, I would. Think just he died like, of the flu. Was it the flu? <laughs> I think it was literally the flu. Did the flu exist back then? Oh yeah. Was... Because I know there was like the big influenza. There's outbreak. been a lot of influenza outbreaks. There's That's been a fair. lot of them. 
There's a lot of strains. I, I thought I remember reading that he might have There's a lot of strains, bro. You know what I'm saying? There are a lot of strains. Am I, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. saying. I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying, man. We're not exactly sure. Uh, several causes have been suggested, including malaria and typhoid fever. Oh. Yeah, because according to Wikipedia, um, the earliest known fl- influenza pandemic was 1510. Well, that's just a pandemic. I think it existed much, much before then. Yeah. Who knows? Concept of pandemics didn't really exist back then because people would just die of anything. Well, I mean, well, I mean you know, there was like the plague. Them later, they definitely happened. Yeah, but uh, the plague was like different because the plague was like a like one third of the fucking population of basically the of, of the known world. Uh, so not the you know not the actual world, obviously, but the known world. Well, like before that, I feel like people would just be like, "I got, I got a demon in my lungs," and then four hundred oh. people would die in a town, and that would just <laughs> life would continue. So the first influenza epidemic may have occurred in 6000 BC in China and possible descriptions of influenza exist in Greek writings from the 5th century BC. Okay. Interesting. So it, it, Very it you never you never really know. Yeah, it has been, but you know. Can, yeah, we can say that's been menacing humanity for a, a, long a time. good chunk. A good chunk of civil I was going to say if not uh, the flu, definitely a respiratory virus of some sort. Yeah. I was gonna say you're you're like a you're like a Roman soldier, and you're like you're like Hephaestus's powder has entered my lungs, and it's like no, buddy, you have bronchitis. <laughs> and then a third of the, the 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 marching army dies of bronchitis, and they're not like, oh, it's a pandemic, it's an epidemic, it's a plague. It's just like, it, damn, that shit yeah. sucks. Yeah, I, th- I like I said, I think I would like, like make sure Alexander the Great like doesn't die, and like see if he can like actually legitimately conquer the world because like he was he was gonna like like his like he was about to like invade India, and then his like guys were like, "We're tired, let's go home." He was like, "All right, let's go home." Yes. and then he died. <laughs> and they were you know like, yeah, "Let's really go home." <laughs> I'm gonna one up that one for a bit of a more modern context. Okay. okay. Um, of serve of saving a, a important figure. Like politically, quote unquote. JFK. No. Martin earlier. Luther King. Oh, no, never mind. Earlier. Franz Ferdinand. Oh. What, what happens if Franz Ferdinand doesn't get assassinated? You know, I've read a lot of sources that have said that World War One probably still would have happened. Yeah, that that's because from- of all of the tensions going on in like the Balkans region. I think it might have yeah. changed the scope the scope of the war, but World War yes. One I, I think is happening no matter what. I, th- I think it, if if in this hypothetical scenario, it probably would have just been like a Balkans Eastern European conflict. Yeah, it may not like, have been whatever. a world war. To yeah. be fair, it, it may have been Germany probably or Prussia. War. I guess Prussia probably would have won. Yeah, because and then because that just would have been it. Because, 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 because wasn't, uh, because, because, like, yeah, because Britain only got involved because Germany wanted to go beat up France and they would have passed through Belgium. Uh-huh. You can stop them from getting pissed off at, Fr- at France and, uh, Britain and triggering a bunch of defensive alliances. You could Easternify the war, I guess. Yes. Mm. 
but it still would have happened. Something would have happened. It, to be fair, though, it may not have triggered World War Two to happen. Possibly. Yeah, because like if because I my here's my thought process, right? World War One happens as just like the Balkans War and like the Balkan states fight, and that's it. Like Austria, Prussia probably would have won, maybe combined into Germany. We never really know. Um, or would it have been Germany at that point? It, it, been it, it was. It, point, it was Germany and Austria. Austria, Hungary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I thought they were separate at that point. Austria, Hungary, and Germany probably maybe would have combined into one power, maybe, and then like that's the end of it. And then, like, World War II, you know, the rise of, of, of national socialism never happened. Yeah, that wouldn't have happened because um, um, the Versailles Treaty was a big, like, catalyst for World I would, War II. I would probably would be Soviet would, wars against the rest of Europe, probably. I would mm. argue no, because if Russia doesn't get in, involved into the First Great War... No communist. The revolution. communist revolution probably wouldn't have happened. True, because the the strenuous events on Russia caused by World War One is was the 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 water boiling over the kettle that caused the death of Tsar Nicholas. Bro, we just cracked the code. Yeah, we're excellent <laughs> time agents. We are. Yeah, we figured it out. That's that's the one. We prevent Franz Ferdinand from being assassinated and then nuclear war never happens yes the cold war never happens nukes might never be invented who knows i I wouldn't go that far (laughs) what if we had no need to do it well we probably would have found nuclear fission for like the purpose of environmental safety and then somebody probably would have been like why don't we blow it up (laughs) yeah yeah i mean the like like when we discovered nuclear fission one of the first things was like oh shit you Power can make source. a giant explosion. Yeah. Probably, it might have stayed like a hypothetical thing. They probably wouldn't have made them, or at least used them. But it definitely, like, like it would have, like, like how we know, like, oh, you could make an antimatter bomb by making some antimatter and smashing matter against it to make, like, a big, like, explosion. <sighs> yeah. No one's going to feasibly make that because it's expensive, and you don't exactly have, a like, a need for it. And it would suck <laughs> really badly. But yeah, you know, Vietnam wouldn't have happened. Korea wouldn't have happened. Iraq, Afghanistan. Bruh. Like the, any modern conflict. The entire Cold War. Yeah. It would be a changed world for sure. It would be. Might be. It's probably out there. Yeah, we we can do this, guys. <laughs> We gotta get in contact with with one of the agencies. Maybe we already are. Maybe they're listening to our program. Yeah, and we're gonna be the opposing forces. Only no love stories. We're just gonna be, you know. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna create the society, our own type agency, (laughs) third one, regular people, where, where we live in a society. We do, in fact, live in a society. So. Um, since this is the spoiler section and we just cover the discussion questions, I would like to talk about the end of the book. Um, so, you know, yes. some timey-wimey stuff happens. Red and Blue fall in love with each other and they decide that they're going to hop onto some nice little strand and live out the rest of their lives in peace. 
But then that doesn't happen because Commandant finds out. Commandant is like one of the, the, the military generals of the agency. And they're like, all right, Red, if you're truly not a traitor and Blue has just been like putting her roots into your mind, you're going to write a letter that's going to kill her. And then Red's like, yeah, it's not even that black or white, though. It's, it's kind of vague if if that's the actual reasoning behind it as it's happening. It's kind of like, does she know? Does she, she know? know? But well, regard, you know. regardless, Red's like, don't read the letter. You'll you'll die. And Blue's like, no, I'm going. I'm 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 I I want to do this for you. I don't want you to die. I'll read the letter. So Blue reads the letter and fucking dies like a a horrible death. Like her her she gets like burnt out from the inside out. It's really bad. Um, and then Red uh. Red like red red finds her body and reads like Blue's last letter and then she decides that she is going to use some timey wimey bullshit to get Blue uh back to life. So what she does is she goes back and like goes through all of their adventures and gets a bunch of Blue's like DNA from like shed blood and stuff like that and basically coats herself in a second skin to basically be Blue. Time travels mm-hmm. back when Blue was a kid. Uh, and there's also like she's like she's like the garden realizes this and is trying to murder her this entire time, but she injects little baby blue with the anti venom for her future poison, and then the book ends with blue busting red out of jail, and it ends with the the line, "This is how we win the time war." Whoa! Yeah, you got clickbaited. I thought it was a- this is not about how you lose the time war. Yes. I thought it was well, a very interesting ending. Yeah, because it also goes with the theme of the book. Like, like this is how we win the time war of not fucking, <laughs> not fucking going along with it anymore. Because you can't win. Yes. Yes. Because it definitely, as you said earlier, it's, it's a very feudal war. Like, nothing... They're they're just in a in a series of like, I guess, an arms race with each other to yeah, gain ground, but they're, it's never going to go anywhere. Yeah, because if like if if the timeline goes in a third direction, that's not either of them. Red, blue, and the Garden Agency blink out of existence. It's just like like it literally has to keep going. Like neither side can win if both sides want to remain. Like yes, a thing. But they get to win because they they don't have to deal with the garbage anymore. And they get to have personal connections. Yeah. Yeah. Love is love. I also think, um, I don't know, I thought it was clever. Like, you know, going back in time and injecting the anti-venom. I don't know. Yeah, I like the twist that the ghost that was following her was herself yes because like as it's happening and she's like oh yeah that's crazy that there's something following me it's like oh somebody knows on one of the sides and it's Mm -hmm. like yeah it's you it's you fool i was waiting the whole book for that to get mopped up so i'm i'm glad they tied it up Uh uh-huh I, I also like the scene when she first, like, goes back in time to, like, the garden. Um, uh, and, like, she's like, I'm in space. And I'm breathing? 
and I'm not dying. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What the fuck's going on? I, I also this is something I, I would like to see in in live action if they had a good CGI budget. But they mentioned the Red's like your viney like planty elf worlds that you all lived in, and it kind of like gave me like Warhammer vibes of like these like big like 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 obviously it'd be like big like either like big like uh like Death Star like planets that the agency would live on, and then like these big like beautiful like biosphere kind of worlds that the garden would inhabit. I also thinking about it, I wonder if there was like a precursor to the time war where they like, like, uh, like, like, because they, they, they never like engage each other in direct conflict. Like they don't just like show up and just fucking set all their worlds on fire. Yeah, um, I feel like the issue with, with having them be omnipresent, omniscient societies is that you can't really be like, yeah, there probably was something before the time war because. But technically speaking, the time war is is everything and yes, nothing. It's always yes. existed. Even when it didn't exist, it still existed. There's not really any inc- couldn't be really any inciting incident because it's probably been erased mm-hmm. trillions of times. That's deep. That's hard to comprehend. So you know, you know that that video of like uh like like the the black kid running back like through time and it's like like. Like, like, like the world had to be fixed. Yeah, it's like the, the fucking first, death note quote. Yeah, the the first uh, it's like the first garden agent running back to stop somebody from putting their brain in a computer. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was no other way. The world has had to, be, to fixed. be fixed. Did somebody just fall off their chair? What the no, hell? I dro- yeah, I dropped, I dropped, I, I dropped the time war. Stairs. I fell oh, off a okay. ladder. Or that might have been Jacob. It was not me. I was I was gaslighting. Okay. <sighs> um. Yeah, I got nothing else to add to the episode, though. To be honest, once again, um, between Orc Anomics and this, um, we this just had two better. episodes that have been like. I feel like I have nothing to say, and somehow we managed to make it like an hour and a half episode. So I think we accomplished a decent amount. Yeah. yeah, and I'll I'll give the book uh, this, because um, also I think this book is very, I, at least I think this is smartly crafted together, given that Max's title is in red and Amal is in blue. I believe that they probably wrote, like, each, like, like they each took, like, a section, which is my preferred yes. way of writing with somebody. Um, me and Jake have been doing it, where if we write a conversation, one of us take one of the characters and one of the one of us takes the other um, for like a more like mm-hmm. natural back and forth. Uh, but like when blue died, I like, I felt hopeless. Like I was like, how like, it, like it's Jover. Like there's nothing they can do. And then when she was like, <laughs> yeah, I was taking I my ha- dogs to the, to school. And I was like, man, this is crazy. I was, like, I was at my work. Look at my dogs. I was like, what the fuck is going to happen now? Is this going to ruin my lunch break? How yeah, dare and, you? And, and then the she, she concocts this crazy plan that I would have never have thought of, which is I, I, I love when the author comes up with solutions to problems that you don't like that aren't just like obvious or like you just like yes. foresee. And, and this then, is why you're a JoJo fan. Yes, this is why. I agree. And then the fucking beanie. Remember the beanie from part two? <laughs> I fucking hate that. Continue. And and then like, cause like like even like like she does it, and I'm like, 
well, I mean, how's she going to get out of this? She's like in a box. And then one last letter. You've got five minutes. Get out of here. Mm -hmm. Also, the phrase, my dear hyper extremely red object makes me think of red as like a cube. Like, you know, that Wilson's one we read. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. The time war, but they're Euclidean cubes. All right. Anything else? Final thoughts? Uh, no. I loved this. Um, it was good. I think both of these people are amazing. Um, well, Red was my favorite character, so Max is my favorite out of the two authors who wrote this book. Sorry, Amal. You were also mm-hmm. you, the blue sections were also pretty good, but Red, Red, Red's my favorite. Red is a showstopper. No offense. Yeah. Yeah. I like the cover too. I don't know who did the cover art, but I like it. I like the um the cover as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do we love them? No, because we still have to talk about the what what we're doing next. Because next we're doing uh Watchmen with Sergio yes. and Sean. It's revealed now. Yeah. And that's going to come out next week. I think. And then we're going to do Wheel yes. of Time. Yes. And then let's see. Everything after. Everything June onward is pushed by a month. So after watch Wheel of Time, we're doing uh, Percy Jackson. Oh, oh yeah. We are doing Percy Jackson. And anyone else who wants to, I guess. Sergio, I don't know if you want to. I don't know if you have ever read it. I've never read it. That's pretty. You should join. It's really we short. Should try, we should try to get everybody to do Percy Jackson because that's you know it's all young adult novels. It's not too long. It's and an it's easy really read too. Yeah, and then after Percy Jackson in October, we're doing a Warhammer book Xenos by Dan Abnett. Oh wait, I thought we were doing um. Well, everything got pushed back a month. Yeah, but we 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 wanted to oh, do Blood Meridian specifically. We can do yeah. Blood Meridian for October still and do Xenos for November. Yeah, let's do that. And Unless then, we decide to change it again, which is which totally could happen. It's, yeah, it's possible. But yeah, um, after this episode, we'll probably plan out our last book club of the year and then maybe start the new year and then we'll just go as we need. And if you guys have suggestions, talk yeah. to us. Talk please. to us, tweet at us. Wait, hold on. I know I said that if we got any tweets about people reading them we'd read them are there any tweets no, about no. people reading them probably no. not but no nope. greg if you're listening join our book club yeah points at camera yeah if anyone's listening Ralph. please read read these books yeah. they're good except for what yeah. economics are we recommending economics <laughs> yeah. did you guys recommend it to read we no. we like recommended asterisk like I, my my the recommendation for for orconomics was if you've never read troll slayer read that instead and if you have then read uh read uh orconomics i thought we were putting troll slayer in here somewhere weren't we troll slayer was supposed to be in here i think we wanted to like I think we wanted at the to same do it. time as Watchmen, but yeah, Time War took precedence. Yeah, 
Which is we fun. also need to do the the one legends and lattes too. Maybe that could be a December read. I don't know. Yeah, that's a spoiler, but yeah, we can do that for December. Maybe next Maybe. year we're gonna limit how many fantasy novels we do. Yes, we should do that. We should get out of our comfort so zone. We'll do yeah. We do. I do want to do book one of Discworld because Sean has read it before and is interested in doing it with us. Okay, cool. Was that the way the way of kings or the color of magic? What was the Um, color of magic? Way of kings is another fantasy book that's really long. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because it's fucking. I forgot what it was and I looked and it was a forty-five hour audiobook and I was like, "What?" (laughs) Yeah, we gotta wait a a while for that one. We should also eventually do a non-fiction book since we wanted to start it on a non-fiction book <laughs> yeah we'll find one we'll find one i have a couple in my to be read lists that i own so maybe we can do one of those yeah for sure also um that scp book that sergio and i backed is coming out soon Oh, oh nice. I already got the, uh, the we I got the ebook for it. I did too. I'm pretty sure. I just, I, yeah. I'm just waiting till we you know like get it. Is there an audiobook for it actually? I guess because that's kind of my thing. I guess I I'm don't the audiobook think so. The Wait, was that the one you told me about, or was it the other one? Different. Uh, Different. Okay. Yeah. Because I I also got that like 800 page SCP book that we should attempt. page SCP book. Maybe it's yeah, like seven hundred. I don't uh, know. It's really the survivors time. by Harry Blank. Yeah, that one. I got. Oh that one. yeah, I own it. It's it's all so free to that. read on the wiki because you know Creative Commons, but there is a physical copy that you. Can we buy. should get Harry Blank on the pod to book club it. We could. He has a podcast. Uh, probably collab. That's true. Yeah, dude. But yeah, um, yeah. that's all we got. Um, if you're listening still, thanks. Um, hopefully you continue to listen to the book club episodes. I don't know how well they do. I don't really check the analytics as much as I used to. Don't they do, do okay, Sergio? They do okay, right? Uh, yeah, they've been doing well. They're middling, right? They're middling. Uh, we can check that right now. Yeah. Oh, we need to do our, our July 2023 ad. Uh, I will. I, I will do that. It's the it's the same as the June one. It, it just needs to be uh, what do you call it? um, uploaded. Yeah. Uh, City of Thieves did twenty eight views. Orconomics did twenty five, and Kafka on the short did eighteen. So they're oh, they getting add- more as they're going along. They're getting more. Okay. That's good. They added an interact tab on Anchor. That's weird. What yeah, do you that's interact? How, that's, yeah, that's how you can see the like, responses like to the Q and A's that we have on. Oh, episodes. okay. Yeah, that's cool. All right, but yeah, I'm I'm done. I have nothing else to add. End the episode. We love you. If you we hate you, read our books. We hate you unless you join the pod uh, the book club.